What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Six or Sense Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas with Jonathan, and we are recording one day earlier than normal because this guy right here is going on a mini vacay, right, John? Yeah, well, I'm, so I work remote uh, in my job, so I'm going up to uh, go skiing and uh, just do it after work. Um, there you go. So go up tomorrow. Perfect. And, yeah, get some. Perfect weather to do it too, man. I know, Especially, right? I mean, if it didn't. We're on the East Coast, so we don't yeah. get great skiing. And, like, if it didn't snow this past week, it probably would have been miserable. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, it's not like you're waiting for the Eagles game, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, look. It's I not can't like we're waiting for a Commander's game. Make the playoffs. But still, it's just fun to, make, fun to poke the bear. That's it. It is. It is. Okay. Anyway, so let's go ahead, and uh, we're going to jump into the game that the Sixers played last night. Now, we should – Preface this by saying we are recording Saturday afternoon before the Sixers play against the Charlotte Hornets. So the, this is the we are only covering the first game of this back to back against the Orlando Magic. The Sixers won that game, of course, one twenty four to one oh nine. The Sixers pretty much had control, especially after the first half. The second half they definitely had control, but the Sixers pretty much dominated the whole game, especially Joel Embiid. So. Uh, People that did not that were not available, I still believe pretty much everybody was out from the previous game. Save, you know, we had no D'Anthony Melton, no Robert Covington, Daniel House, Mo Bamba, Jaden Springer, all those were out with injury. But the Sixers still were able to pretty much do whatever they wanted against the Orlando Magic. The Magic, despite the hot spot start, are now at 22 and 20. So what is the good for the Sixers in this game? Yeah, it was the, uh, I was going to say the offensive rebounding. They must have taken some note from Denver dominating them because they put up 16 offensive rebounds. Marcus Morris had four of them. Um, Mm. And yeah, I mean, 
We out-rebounded them by five on the offensive glass, which was huge. I mean, even giving up 11 is not great on our end. And then the shooting was good, too. I, I think we're knocking down shots left and right and shooting great as a team. Almost went 50-40-90 at 49% from the field, 43% from three, and 93% from the free throw line, which is huge, 27-29. to 29. So, yeah, like you said, I think before we hopped on, this was pretty much in hand most of the game. What did you see the good as? I mean, we got to talk about Joel Embiid's streak of 30-plus points. Uh, I think it's at 19 now. Uh, only He's in Will Chamberlain cat- uh, conversations now, which is uh, pretty special here. Look, I mean, we got to think about this. Back in the 60s, Will was doing this against, like, inferior talent, right? Joel's yeah. doing this against arguably the deepest NBA that we've seen in a very long time in terms of talent, right? So Joel, Joel's doing this. This is a historic – I would say this is a historic season for Joel. And as long as he can play the amount of games necessary to win MVP, it, there's no reason not to give it to him at this point. But I agree with you. 36, 7, and 4 steals. Had won 12-22, made one of two three-pointers, made all 11 free throws. But besides that, I mean, we got to get some love to Tyrese Maxey, right? Yeah. I mean, look, they have, what, 68 points together? And I, yeah. I wrote an article early on. They were averaging close to 60. It's It's got to be more than that now. And uh, they're approaching – I'll get an update on that, but they're approaching, like, historic territory. They were top five when they were at 60. So, well, I mean, they have been keeping it up. You know, I think I saw uh, graphics tweeted by the Sixers today putting them in a historic category with Hal Greer and Will Chamberlain. So, yet again, yeah. Hal Greer – one of the best scorers in franchise history, along with Wilt. That's that's pretty cool. So, and Maxi, of course, had 32 points, five assists on 20, a 10 of 20 shooting, 40 of 10 three point, and then missed all but one of his nine free throw attempts. So, I, I guess the question is, what? I mean, I have one thing that I've noticed the last couple games with Joel that went bad. But what do you think went bad? Yeah, it's tough to say bad on this game. Usually we've been saying that lately and we are nitpicking. So the way I'm just going to nitpick, like 11 offensive rebounds is not great to give up, even though we out like rebounded them. Uh, I still don't think that's great. And they shot incredible too. I mean, I mentioned our shooting performance. They shot 47 from the field, 44 from three and 93 from the free throw line. Like we're not doing great on the defensive end, uh, allowing them to knock down good shots. It didn't seem like because they were they were playing really well. Um, at least statistically. So I just think we need to lock it up on defense a little more. Yeah, and I'm I'm look, Joel's having a historic offensive season. I'm not trying to take away from that. And this is like like we said, it's nitpicking, but Jokic had almost 20 rebounds the game before, right? And still had 20 some odd points. Now, granted, Wendell Carter Jr. did not start this game. I honestly don't know why they're still not starting him. He's come back from injury, but he did play 26 minutes in this game the most of any of their centers, and he had 25 and 11. Um, pretty good shooting. So, Joel, got to make sure you lock down the matchups. That's that's my quote-unquote bad. I mean, look, Tobias had a bad game, but he was due for one, right, shooting-wise, 3 of 11, yeah. 1 of 3. I mean, we knew – that's the thing with Tobias. We, we get so excited when he has great games, but he's just not consistently that third option. So – like, that's why I've said in the past they should go for a trade. But we're not going to talk about trade stuff, right? Instead, what are we, uh, well, before we get to that, well, who's your player of the game? 
Yeah, I want to give my player of the game to Maxi because I know Embiid's dominating, but Maxi shot 40% from three, uh, 50% from the field, and he, he really has been shooting great from three since Embiid came back. I think we said like he shot 60% one game a few games ago, and yeah. we know Embiid just spaces the floor for him, so maybe that's more credit to Embiid again. But uh, Embiid's always getting to the line. Maxi got to the line, took nine free throws, and he's really his three-point game has really been good the past few games. So I'm I'm all in on that. What about you? Yeah, I mean, look, the easy answer is Joel Embiid. I'm going to take the easy answer. Sure, why not? But I'll also give out love to Marcus Morris. 10 points in 26 minutes on 10 shots, 9 rebounds. Like you said, 4 offensive. Uh, Yeah, that's that's who I'm going to give some love to. But now it's time for the nitty-gritty of this because we we talked about this before we got on air. We're, uh, you know, we're in the end phases of the all-star voting. Now, you know, we're going to have, you know, media and coaches and players start voting soon and recently about two days ago the the most recent poll results of the fans uh have come through so you uh jonathan how about you go ahead and take this away yeah all right so we got the fan votes in i think they're doing them every tuesday maybe or something fans Mm -hmm. account for 50 percent of the votes and then media is 25 players i believe are the other 25 percent yeah fans do get a pretty substantial impact um so i I, do you want me to go through the results or should we just say like well we'll just say we'll we'll say the top five for each you know front backcourt and for east and west okay yeah so front court um in the west lebron's obviously leading all votes second was Jokic, third kd four anthony davis five Kawhi, and then Mm -hmm. the guards in the west were luca steph shea Harden, Kyrie, and over in the East, front court top five, Giannis, Embiid, Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, and top five guards in the East, uh, Halliburton, Trey Young, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Maxi bringing in the five spots. So why don't we start with who we think our starters should be in the East and the West? So three front court, two guards in each. Uh, you want to go West first? Yeah, let's, let's shake it up, do West. We'll save the Sixers in the East for last. So let's... Let's talk about the West. So let's let's talk about the front court here. Do you think the in the West? Do you think they got it right with the? And by the way, before we get into that, I just want to say Alperin Sengun of the Houston Rockets, who I'm keeping an eye on, he got number six. He was not that far away from Kawhi. Alperin Sengun deserves to be an All Star yeah. this year. Absolutely. Okay. That um, being, said, I don't know if they got it right. I, I, why don't you? Why don't you just tell me who you got for your front starters, and then I'll. Tell I mean, you look, is if LeBron James is LeBron James, and he's still LeBron James, you got to give him a spot, right? And then, yeah. of course, Jokic, reigning Finals MVP, still putting up insane numbers. You got to give it to him, right? So then it comes down to to who's that third one? Is it Kevin Durant? Is it Anthony Davis? Or is it Kawhi Leonard? Look, I might be an Anthony Davis hater here, but I. I just can't i can't i refuse to have two lakers in the starting five when they're not even a you know 500 team right now right so i i will not give it to anthony davis absolutely not so then it comes down to Kawhi and kd both have missed similar number of games kd had to carry the team early on Kawhi's not really having to carry his team KD kind of can take a step back now. I, I, I'm i okay with KD getting the third spot. I'm not – the Western Conference I'm not hugely invested in, 
And by the way, just to round off the top 10 in the West front court, you got Paul George at seven. Uh, we said Alperin Sengun at six. Paul George at seven. Victor Wembenyama at eight. Chet Holgrim at nine. And DeMontis Sabonis at 10. So, I, I look, I I would probably have KD as that third one. I think the fans got it right there. Who, who would you have uh, in your front court in the West? Yeah, so I'm going LeBron and Jokic, obviously. I'm going Kawhi for my third spot. He's been playing incredible. I know KD He started out too. slow, though, man. That's the thing. He started out slow. That's fair, but he's he's turned it on lately. And I know that uh, – like, I thought he had KD had missed more games. You're right. He uh, he's, Kawhi's only played two more games. But I just think Kawhi's been getting that team moving. I think the injuries have obviously hurt the Suns. They've had people in and out of the lineup. Now, if you want to make the yeah, if you want to make the argument that the Clippers are a better team, so they should have the fifth the fifth starter spot, that's fine with me. I'll I'll give you that. But in I'll say of- that's a reason. But I'm I think it's very close. But I would lean toward Kawhi for my third front court for starting. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just it's hard for me to give him any type of credit until he can stay healthy in the postseason again. That's fair. Uh, All right. Okay. So let's go West guards. Two guards. So I think the fans got this wrong. I I think they got this completely wrong. What about you? Uh, I think they got one of them right. So this might be a hot take here, but if I was choosing the two best guards in the West right now, be Shea Gilgis Alexander and Anthony Edwards. All right. So I that's what I have like. Mike Wilbon pushes that on ESPN too. And don't get me wrong. I've been watching and they are both incredible guards. I just think that not enough people are watching the Mavs. And I know that Luca is getting like a ton of fan votes because of like international Luka's stuff. Luca's also missed a lot of time too, dude. Yes. But I think if you're looking for the two best guards in the West right now, I think it's SGA and Luca. And I think mm. Anthony Edwards is on the cusp. I think it's really close. But I'm still giving it to uh, I'm still Look, giving it to Luca's Luca's not I don't know just the de- lack of defense and the fact that he's missed a good handful of games I got to give it to Anthony Edwards plus That's Anthony fair. Anthony Edwards is box office like would you rather yeah. go see an All Star game with Anthony Edwards starting or Luca starting Think about that for a minute Okay No I know and yeah I, I'm telling you I saw Anthony Edwards play in person in Philly he tried to kill Embiid with a dunk it was insane yeah. like he yeah. is he is box office but I'm saying it's super close that two three is super close Okay Okay Well I I let's agree to disagree on that I mean look I think Luca and Steph should definitely be on the roster We'll talk about that in a little bit Let's go to the East now Right So do you want to do front court or guards first this time Let's do guards first in the East. Okay. So I think the fans got this partially right. I think Tyrese Halliburton has to be a starter, right? Yes. So the question is, who do you have for your second starting guard? I got Maxie. You got Maxie. Okay. That's fair. Maxie has a lot of good things going for him, and I love Maxie. I'm not trying to diminish it, but if if I'm I'm trying to get the best guards in the – in the uh, East, I can't put Maxi as number two. He's not the second best guard. I thought he was the first best guard at the beginning of the season, and he's still really good, but he's not the second best guard in the East. The second okay. best guard of the East, this is going to be a hot take. But I, I, I would trust Jalen Brunson the most in the playoffs out of any of these guys. That includes Dame. That includes Dame, because I think Dame's lost a step. All right, that's I'm okay with that. You're okay with Jalen Brunson being the second starter? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. I, like because, I don't. I, I'm gonna go Maxi, but like I, I don't hate that. Yeah, because look, like Trey Young, he he's look. He had a really nice run. Got a little bit of luck against us that one year, right? But what has he done outside of that? Nothing, right? So we can't stat stuff for granted. He's been more efficient this year. Kudos to him. Dame, I think we both agree he's lost like a half a step at least, right? If not a full yeah. step. He's still really great, though. He's still really great. He has comparable numbers to Maxi, uh, you know, so, and uh, Jalen Brunson. I, with Donovan Mitchell, I don't know. I've seen a lot of box scores where he puts up great numbers and then some nights that he definitely lays some duds. And I just don't love the, where the Cavs are either. So that's that's part of that for me. I don't know. What do you feel about Mitchell? I think, like, I was comparing all these uh, numbers, like, right when the first Maxi or first fan vote came out a couple weeks ago because yeah. I was curious that Maxi was fifth. And I looked at all the stats of these top five guards, Maxi, Mitchell, Lillard, Trey Young, Halbert. Mm-hmm. They all are super close. They all have, like, one's better in points, one better in and field goal percentage, I think they're all playing great for their teams. I just think consistency, I'd put Maxi, but I think Mitchell's getting slept on. He plays in Cleveland. Not enough people see that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I had to rearrange these, I would put Halliburton one, Brunson two, Maxi three, Mitchell four, Dame five, and, and Trey Young six. All right. Okay. And by the way, just to backtrack here for a second, in the West, the other guards were Anthony Edwards, six, De'Aaron Fox, seven, John Morant, eight. John Morant, wow, that that's so undeserving. Okay, anyway, uh, Devin Booker, nine. That's disrespectful to Devin Booker. Honestly, he would be in my top five ahead of Kyrie Irving. Well, he's been out a lot. Yeah, he has missed time, and that's that's the knock you can take against him. That's fine. And then Austin Reeves, number 10. Come on now, guys. I, I get it. He's fun, but it's not that good. He was coming off the bench earlier this season. All right. In the East, the rest of the guards, number six, Jalen Brunson, number seven, Derek White. And we'll talk about Derek White here in a minute when we get to full rosters. LaMelo Ball, eight, Drew Holiday, nine, DeMar DeRozan, ten. DeMar DeRozan plays small forward slash power forward. He should be in the forward section. I'm sorry. That is a that is such a typo. Yeah, he should be. He really should. be. I think there's a lot of flexibility now. I I don't know. I don't know. Well, you you only, uh, from what I understand, you can only be in one category. You can't be in both. Okay. That's my understanding. Anyway, uh, let's go to the front court, right, bud? Yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah, 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 yeah. You go first. All right. So I'm taking. I think it's pretty easy. Maybe it's not. I agree with the uh, fan vote. I think the top uh, three absolutely. in the front court: Giannis, Joel, and Jason Tatum. Now, I think I think Joel should be number one, but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fans will be fans. Right. You know, Giannis so, has yes. that Greek Greek stuff. So yeah, the Greek fan vote. Okay, so yeah, I, so I, we I get don't seven think seven additional, right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, just seven, before seven we go additional. To the... I don't think it matters so much on positions there. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Just to round it okay. out, the, the other top ten that we didn't mention earlier: Kristaps Porzingis is six, Bam is seven, Paolo Bancaro is eight, Julius Randle is nine, and Mikel Bridges is ten. I would not have Mikel Bridges or po- arguably Paolo in that in the top ten, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. So anyway, let's talk about this. Let, do you want to do? Let's do East first, and then we'll do West because we did it West first. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about the East. So we so let's let's recap this. We would say 
So for mine, I have my starting five is Tyrese Halliburton, Jalen Brunson, Giannis, Joel, Jason Tatum, right? Yes. Okay. So I get seven more spots, right? Yeah. Well, let's see here. I'm definitely going to give one to Maxi, right? I have to give one to Bam. Bam absolutely deserves it, right? For sure. Um, besides that, let me see here. I'll give one to Donovan Mitchell, so that's three. And then after this, after that, that's when this gets tricky, right? I got four more spots. So I'm going to split it up between two front court, two back court, right? Just to keep it even, right? So let's look at the front court first. I think I'm going to, uh, the Celtics deserve two starters, right? A top two team, at least two starters, right? Do you, do you think Celtics? Two, two players, yeah. Two players, not three, right? You don't think they're that good that they deserve three? No. Okay. So I'm going to, look, I, I get J.J. Reddick's hype train about Derek White being an all-star. And cool, if this was like 2007 when they allow guys like Tayshawn Prince or like back in 2015 when Damari Carroll was an all-star, then, then, <laughs> then cool. But this isn't that. So I'm sorry, Derek White, you ain't it. It's Jalen Brown. So that's that's five. I get one more front court person. And... Look, uh, this might be a little bit of a hot take, but I feel like the the Knicks deserve two, so I'm going to give it to Julius Randle. So that's six. I get I got to choose my two front court people now. Now, this might be a little bit of a uh, because you've been here so long, we're going to give it to you because you have comparable numbers. I'm going to give Damian Lillard one. Feels wrong to give the second team in the East not have more than one, so they're going to have two. So Dame gets seven spot. No, no, I still have one. They got Dame has my sixth spot. So then my seventh spot goes to. This is a tough one because I don't think the the Celtics deserve a third one. But who would I rather? You know what? I'm going to put Trey Young in there because I'd rather see Trey Young do something fun than Derek White, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm gonna that, that that's who it is. So let's rehash mine real quick. Starters. Giannis, Joel, Tatum, Halliburton, Brunson. Reserves. I can't give it to Jimmy Butler because he's missed too many games, in my opinion, right? So then then you have Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle. And then I have Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey. That's it. I think that's, that's it, yeah. So yeah. what about you? Who do you have? All right, so... My starters were Giannis, Embiid, Tatum, Halliburton, Maxi. Okay. So then the bench I'm going with, I got three front court, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo. So I know we agree on the two of them, not having Butler. I'm just going to keep him over Randall. I think he – I know he has missed time. He's just, like, such a great player, and I think he deserves I get, his I get it. Look, I'm not mad about it. I'm just saying for me personally, if you've missed, like – more than two weeks of the season, which Jimmy definitely has. It's just, it's hard at this point. You know what I mean? I guess, I don't know. But That's fair. It. And then uh, my four, yeah, four additional reserve guards are Brunson, Willard, Mitchell, Trey Young. Um, and I know we didn't talk about this, so I think we're pretty much in agreement. I think that's Brunson, where it's... Miller. Brunson, yeah. Mitchell. Sorry. Willard, Young. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That, I mean, and that's I will say, I don't like, I know we didn't put this on the agenda, but I just wanted, like, I don't know, like, some people will get hurt. 
My first reserve is Paolo Bencaro, and I think he deserves serious consideration. Mm. And if anyone gets hurt in the East, I would sign him. Okay, I mean, if anybody gets hurt hurt in the East, Jimmy would be my first one. I think Ban- I think Bancaro would be my third option. I think I would put Porzingis ahead of Bancaro on that, but I get why you would do that. I just the Magic have fallen really bad as of late. Like, yeah. So I I don't know if I could do that, but I I get why you did it, and I, that's fine. So yeah, that's that's fine. Um, All right, let's head out west. You want yeah, me to this go is, first? This on is this gonna one? be the this is gonna be the spicy one. This is gonna be the spicy one. I'm excited for this one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Uh, then, yeah, let, let me go first. So I have, in the Western Conference, I got LeBron... Jokic, Kawhi, Luka, SGA. Okay. So then we're going to go to the bench. I got mm-hmm. three front court and four guards, similar to how I did it in the East. I got okay. KD, okay. Anthony Davis, and Paul that's, George. That's fine. Okay. No, no love for Chet or Sh- Shangoon? I think Sabonis? Chet and Shangoon should get. I think Chet and. Sh- oh, oh, Sabonis. You forgot about Ooh. Sabonis, didn't you? I did. He's at the bottom of the fan vote. Honestly. You know what? I'm taking that. I'm taking out Paul George. He's missed a few games, uh, and I think Sabonis deserves it. So the Clippers so only going, get one All-Star. They only get one All-Star now. KD, AD, DeMontis, Sabonis. Okay. Um, and then when I head to the bench, I got – or the, the bench guards. for the guards, I got Steph Curry, mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards, obviously, because I left them off, Devin yeah. Booker, and okay. De'Aaron Fox. Ooh, so the Kings, who are like fifth seed – get two all-stars, and the Clippers, who are like fourth or third, get one all-star. They do, but I think right now Fox and Sabonis are playing incredible, even though the team's not as good as the Clippers. I think the Clippers, like, they're coming on strong towards the end, so we got to see. I think the reserves you got to consider, though, would obviously be James Harden and Paul George. I would also put Kyrie in there. Yeah, Kyrie. He's missed too many games, though, but he's been playing incredible. So I was about to say, when he's playing, he's he's all-star caliber player, absolutely. And here's a, here's a side note. Do you think the all-star game should go from 12 roster spots to 15? Yes, I, I absolutely think so. do. What about yeah, you? I think so, too. I, I think it's okay. just with this amount of talent in the NBA now, I feel like you have to. So, that that, that being said, let me go to mine. Now, my starters were LeBron, Jokic, KD, followed by uh, SGA and Anthony Edwards, right? So, let me go to my front court first. My front court players. I got seven spots, right? So, let's see how many front court players I'm going to give it to. I'm going to give Kawhi a spot. I'm going to give AD a spot. I'm going to give Sabonis a spot. So, the question is, do I want to have four guards or four bigs? or four front courts. The question is, do I think that Alperin Sengun or Paul George deserve a spot? With the Clippers surging the way that they are, I'm going to give it to Paul George because he can play either guard or wing, right? Shooting guard. So fair, I'm going to give it to fair. Paul George just because of that. And we already have enough big men, right? Yeah. You have AD, Jokic, and Sabonis. You don't need too many bigs, right? 
Mm-hmm. And KD can't does play backup center sometimes for the uh, for the Suns, right? So that that's that's fine by me. In the so that gives me three guard spots, right? So the so Luca and Steph get two. That's easy. So the last spot goes. Who do I give this last spot to? It is three three players that I'm kind of looking at here. Uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at De'Aaron Fox, Devin Booker, and James Harden. And I know James yep. Harden. Like okay, I'm gonna. You know what? Actually, I can't. I can't. James Harden. Sorry, you. you <laughs> and it's, it's look. Maybe this is me being a little bit petty, holding a grudge. But you can't do what you did at the beginning of the season and get an All Star spot. That's that's the way I see it. If you force that trade, then you don't get an All Star spot that season. That's just how that goes. So like it's that. really down to De'Aaron Fox and Devin Booker. The Kings have a better record. But who would I rather have leading my team into the playoffs, Devin Booker or De'Aaron Fox? This season, despite the injuries, I'm going to go Devin Booker. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So my so recap, my all, Western All-Star team, LeBron, Jokic, Durant, SGA, Anthony Edwards are my starters. My reserves are AD, Kawhi, Paul George, Sabonis, Steph, Luka, and Devin Booker, right? Yeah. No, that makes sense. So the only difference is I have Fox and you got Paul George, but I think we agree yeah. um, on most of it. I think the, the interesting thing is I don't, in the East, you and I really didn't have too much. I mean, I know there's like the Julius Randle um, like discussion or, or maybe, yeah. yeah, something like that. But I don't think it's too hard. I think in the West, it really is hard. And the fact that it's not 15 is so difficult because like this affects their contracts too. And that's kind of mm-hmm. tough that you're trying to put 12 when there's like clearly 16 or something in the West that should well, be considered. Can we talk about a few of these guys near the bottom of the list here? Uh, just yeah. just for kicks and giggles here. So Paul, uh, Victor Wembenyama, and uh, Chet Holgrim, do they actually deserve all-star consideration this season? Or are they just hot names? I think Chet does. Chet might. I mean, you, we, we, you and I were talking when you said like uh, a team that's really good in a certain conference. OKC sitting. Oh well, Second. I mean, we're yeah. yeah, we were, and I was going to say the Timberwolves are even sitting one, and we're only saying Anthony Edwards and and for the um, Thunder, it, it, yeah, we're only let's really saying about, let's talk about the SGA. Timberwolves. Yeah, let's talk about the Timberwolves and the Thunder because they're both top two in their respective conference. Okay, d- does Carl Anthony Towns deserve a case to make an All Star team? Does does, think, does Rudy Gobert deserve a case? Okay, so in because the West is so deep this year, just based off that, I just don't think that they're good enough to get in. But if you're basing it off of how honestly, when I was growing up, when we were growing up, the way it was is like if you're like top team in a conference, you're at least getting two. And uh, I don't think that's the case this year. But if they do kind of stick with that, then yeah, I mean you're going to think that Anthony Edwards and Cat are going to get. Easy nods, but I, I don't know. I just don't think. Oh, Kat's I mean, who's the second best player on the Timberwolves though? Is it Cat or is it Rudy Gobert? Because you said earlier this season that Rudy Gobert is the front runner for Defensive Player of the Year again. Well, that's where you get to like discussion of like what you value. I think if you're talking about value to their team, Rudy Gobert mm-hmm. is the second best. But if you're talking in terms of like stats and All Star, like trying to be an entertainment piece a little bit, I think you go Cat. So I, I think that has to be something that they consider. Well, let's just okay. Show. Let me just go over the stats real quick for Cat this season, right? Cat's averaging twenty-one and eight. Oh, well, twenty-one and a half and almost nine rebounds, right? Three assists. Yeah. He's shooting fifty-one percent from the field and 
43.5% from the three-point line on essentially five attempts, right? So then we go to Rudy Gobert, right? And Rudy Gobert, we're going to have to go to the advanced stats here because, you know, his counting stats are not, like never going to be like the super elite there, right? Because his counting stats are 13 and a half, 12 and a half, and two and a yeah. half, and two blocks, right? Shooting 63 and a half percent from the field. So then you go down. Let's look at the advanced stats here. Defensive rating here. Defensive plus minus. He's a plus 1.9 defensive plus minus, which is he uh, usually his defense plus minus. I mean, he made an all star team with that. He's had three all stars. So has Cat. So. And then defensive win shares, he's leading the NBA right now with 3.1. So I guess the question is, is just like, who would you rather, if the Timberwolves did have a second all-star, who would it be for you, Gobert or Cat? I think Gobert's the better player if you're asking, like, like better, I mean, what you just said, like, win share to their team, specifically defensively. I think that's what you want, but the all-star game's not a defensive showcase, and I don't, like, I personally would choose Rudy Gobert, but for what it is, I think that it would probably be Cat. What about you? If we're going by best player, then it, then it's then it's Rudy Gobert. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that, look, and I don't, look, I am not the Rudy Gobert fan. I am not. You go back, listen to our old episodes. I tear this guy apart. But he is anchoring one of the best defenses in the league, and despite Cat being the second fiddle, which he's accepted graciously now, I just, I couldn't do that. So, and then you said OKC here. So let's go to the Thunder roster real quick here. Let's just look that over. It's just, so because they, they're the second team in the in the West, right? The second rated team in the West right now. I'm, I'm yep. not mistaken about that. So let's take a look at this real quick, okay? So I'm pulling up their stats for their team. You know, Shea's the leading scorer here. Second leading scorer, Jalen Williams at 18.8. And then Chet's third at 17.4, averaging two and a half blocks, seven rebounds, two assists while shooting 38% from the three and 54% from two from the field, right? So who's their second best player? Is it is it Chet or is it Jalen? I think the, the easy answer here is 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 Chet, right? So does Chet deserve a spot over any of these other guys? We both said no, right? But is it fair for the Thunder to ha- not ha- only have one all-star starter, only have one all-star period? Maybe not. But it's the you know, it's really weird. It's really weird in the NBA it is. this this year yeah, in I terms mean, of talent. When you and I were talking about it, I just kind of like originally was just going through best and then thinking about just how they've chosen in the past, they usually do include something like multiple people from the better but team. But is so. Chet a good enough rookie to be the first rookie since, what was it? Uh, I don't think Zion got in his rookie year. So what it had to, what, been Blake Griffin who made an all-star game? It, it cannot have gone that far back, really? I think so, dude. I mean, look, I, I'll look up the all-star stuff, but I'm pretty sure it, it's the... Uh, I, I'm pretty wow, sure that would be crazy. And Brilliant uh, like Chat was a, you know, redshirt rookie. So, hang on. I mean, that would be crazy if that's the case that it goes that far back. You know, you are right. I just looked it up. Mm. Uh, it was Blake Griffin's last rookie to make it in 2011, Yao Ming before that in 2003, and then before that, Tim Duncan in 98. So, wow, three times in the last 26 years. I mean, now the good news for Chad is, is that it was all big men, right? 
power forward centers. Yeah. But like, you know, Yao, despite his career being short, was pretty fantastic. Blake, you could argue, is a top 15 power forward of all time, maybe top 10. Probably not just because of the injuries, right? But top 15, yeah, so, right? And you then, know what I would say, though? Tim Duncan. Like Chet's, yeah. Yeah, I think Chet is probably top three in reserve. And there's a lot of, I mean, you know, a lot of people drop out last minute or like they just don't want to play or injury. Like, I yeah, think he, he could be one of the first right ones in. tapped by Commissioner Silver. I, absolutely. I think that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like we said, OKC, top top team second team in the west so why not right so so that's that's the front court that i wanted to talk about in the east but that's not the only thing that i wanted to talk about obviously here so are we having a little bit of laker biased again with austin reeves getting in in the top 10 in guards is that lakers bias or does he have a case no that's lakers bias i mean okay. specifically with the fan vote too and yeah. like the people who get the fan vote I, not saying these people aren't deserving but like why are luca and Giannis at the top because they get international attention and like votes like that's clearly why uh now no, james harden being why, in the top five is probably the most surprising of the top but he's five. also in la different he is Lakers, in LA. not on the lakers but la gets a lot of attention so yeah, yeah that's that's fair and John Moran is definitely fan biased here because, like, he played what, like, five, ten games, maybe. Like, I don't. It wasn't that many, right? And he's not going to play again. Yeah. So that that just was a little ridiculous. And then I look at the East here. Okay, Mikel Bridges. I guess because he's in New York, right? Is that is that is that why he got such a boost? Or because I feel like he's having a down season compared to last year, right? I mean, it could be. I, like, I don't. I don't know if New York gets the same kind of boost, but it seems like that's probably the case. Mm-hmm. So, do you? How do you feel about Kristaps Porzingis being in here? Does he deserve legit consideration? He does deserve consideration, and it's interesting you brought him up because I don't know. Did you watch that game last night, Denver versus Boston? I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, he didn't do. That was electric. Right? No, yeah. he didn't do bad, and he had it. He had a great offensive rebound over. Um, who did he pull it down over? Was it? Uh, I think it was over Jokic. He pulled it down over Jokic with, like, a little bit of time left, and they called an offensive foul, and it kind of gave Denver the lead. It was not, and Doris Burke was, like, livid about it. It was crazy, but, so, yeah, he played well. So if if the Celtics did get a third one, should it be Porzingis or should it be Derek White? I would go Porzingis. What about you? I, I Look, I get you want to give a guy that doesn't get all the stats. Look, Derek White is the ultimate role player. Ultimate role player. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. But – He's not an all-star. Yeah, star. I agree. I mean, he's a star in his role, and you can make that argument with me, fine. But if I'm trying to build, like, a third-best player on the team, I, I would rather have Porzingis than Derek White as my third-best player. Yeah. So, the, I mean, look, Porzingis has had a great season last year with the Wizards. He's having a good season yet again, fitting in, in his role, and he's been healthy for the most part. Now, he's missed a little bit of time, but not significant like he has in years past. And then we go, the guards in the East, some of these guards I'm very questionable about. Like, I'm I'm surprised Derek White got number seven. I thought he would have been nine or ten. And he's ahead of his own teammate, Drew Holiday. Granted, Drew's having a down year. I think he's finally lost an offensive step. Um, But LaMelo Ball barely played this year. Does he deserve to be on this top ten list? No. Okay. What about DeMar DeRozan? Still averaging around 22 points per game. Fairly efficient. 
but on the board. Yeah, I think you got to consider him. I mean, I don't think he's going to get it, but uh, yeah, you probably Zach, should Zach's him. missed too many games, but is it him or is it Colby White as the bull that we should consider? I think it would be DeMar DeRozan. And here's a major omission here that we did not have on this list. Scotty Barnes. Scotty well, Barnes. Well, yeah, not on if you listen to the if you listen to no, the No, 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 but like he's averaging like 22 7 and 5 on good shooting. He's a good he he he's putting up all-star numbers. I, I think get, he's a I good player. I just aren't uh, good. I get the Raptors aren't good, but like he he should be in the top 10 fan vote at least. Like that's 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 how I feel. But who who knows? I mean, I I don't feel like I'm missing anybody else. There's nobody else that we're really missing here. Desmond Bain's been putting up good numbers, but he's out now, right? Um yeah. anybody else here that we we need to give some love to that's not getting any love? Maybe Lowry Marketin, the fact that he's not on the top 10 list here. Yeah, I think that's that's Again, he's really good. It's just so tough. Yeah. I mean, probably Victor should not be on this list, but you know, international fame helps a lot yeah yeah i mean look it's 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 gonna be a tough year for to be an all-star that's why i think hopefully because adam silver's willing to make changes here right he's been willing to change stuff so why not add make it 15 instead of 12 what's what's the harm it helps more guys get paid more right it makes it more fun because then you can get more guys up on the court and yeah look let a guy like you know, sometimes guys only get one All-Stars. You know one guy that gets, got an All-Star that I will remember just because he got this one All-Star? Chris oh. Kamen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, why I, you know, why I know Chris Kamen? No, yeah, but you know why I know Chris Kamen? How because, do you know Chris uh, Kamen? The uh, 2003 NBA draft, like, all-star team in NBA 2K back in the day was, like, Chris Bosh, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, and Chris Kamen. That was the I mean, lineup that you fair, got. to be fair, Chris Kamen, if you redrafted that class, he'd probably still be in the top ten. He was – he's a solid player. He had a good, solid no, I career. I know. But, yeah, no, that hair was ridiculous. He had, like – he yeah. kind of looked like the guy from uh, – Oh gosh, uh, have you seen the the original mask? One of the he was one of the henchmen that was like bald but had like super long hair, just like hanging down the sides. It's been a minute, but yeah, yeah, no, that's Chris Kamen right there. That's 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 who he reminds me of. What a guy! What a guy! Chris Kamen, shout out to Chris Kamen getting a shout out on a Sixers podcast here, for sure. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it's it's hard to be an all star. So Jonathan, I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to do around the NBA, or you you do you feel like you got everything out here that you wanted to get out? I think I got everything. I'm just gonna just a quick comment. I was wrong on the Utah Jazz beating the Thunder. I'll take that. I will take full okay. responsibility there, there for that. The Thunder won. And the only thing that I would say though, also now we're following it up. Must watch. Truly must watch tonight. I actually think Thunder Timberwolves. Uh, it's going to be an incredible game tonight at eight o'clock. So tune in for that. Yeah, How about absolutely. you? You got anything? Mm, let me think here. No, not really. Look, I mean, I, I watched a little bit of that Lakers game last night. Don't know what yeah. happened there in the second half, except for the fact that the team Lakers need a trade. They they need a trade so bad. They need the trade for Dejounte Murray. That's that's what that, I, I mean. They're getting they're getting. Uh, that's the talk. That's the talk, right? We'll see if they do. It doesn't yeah. seem like they want to do it, but they might have to. <laughs> it 
likes it. It's GM LeBron. Yeah, because Rob Plinka doesn't feel like he wants to mess. Uh, look, it's just it's a mess in LA. That's looking back, because remember LeBron only took only considered three teams when he was in free agency before jo- joining the Lakers. It was Lakers, the Cavs, and do you remember the third team? Was it the Heat again? It was the Sixers. He actually took a oh. meeting with the Sixers. Yeah, people Could were saying you imagine, he spotted his son and like, yeah, I know. Could you imagine LeBron James making a circus out of this? Because like, yeah. as great as a player as he is, it feels like he's always wanting more. He can't be content with the roster that he has. And he can't work with the same guys twice, which makes me think that maybe he isn't the best teammate. And... Like, first off, we would have gotten rid of Ben Simmons a lot sooner, which would have been good, but would we have kept, maybe, would we have had the pick that got us Tyrese Maxey? Would Joel be as great as he is with playing with Le- a ball-dominant guy like LeBron? Or would he yeah, be there'd be a, a lot play? of revisionist history. Right? So, like, kind of glad LeBron didn't come to Philly. Now, if he wants to come here now and just be a role player, that's different. But I don't think that's his style. I don't think I don't think that he's going to come to Philly. But anyway, on that note, Jonathan, play us out. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to us. We got a Sixers game tonight. Hopefully, I don't eat my words saying this, but this should be an easy win uh, against the Hornets. Look, if Terry Rozier tears us up, I'm going to blame you. That's fair. Well, guards usually do. Um, and yeah, please continue to read our work. As I said last time, there's a lot of trade pieces going up on the sixersense.com. And thank you again for listening. As always, until next time, go Sixers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.